What up, motherfuckers? And welcome back to another exciting episode of Wicked 101. As always, I'm your host, Defect. Keeping it real in this motherfucker. Can we get a round of applause? I know we got a little peanut gallery going on in here, man. Everybody can clap. Come on. Come on. Make some motherfucking noise. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got some sound effects, too. Oh, that's not the claps. Okay. Well, look. I got a great show for you guys tonight. Great fucking show for you guys tonight. In case you haven't seen the show before, Wicked 101 is all about the history of a genre, the history of the Wicked shit specifically. And uh, the Wicked shit is a genre that is very close and dear to my heart. And uh, I've been doing this for 17 years, and most of that time, literally... God damn, it must be like 16 years I've known this dude, Jay Reno. And uh, I think the first show we did was the Hatching of the Spawn show, which was uh, when I when I launched my record label, Widowmaker Productions, with my homie. Um, and we invited Jay Reno out to do that show. I think that might have been the first time I met him. And I actually have a video back at the crib of him, and he was a very baby-faced Jay Reno. But uh, I have a, I, I do have video footage of that, but unfortunately it's on VHS. And who has a VHS player anymore, right? That's just what it is. But we talk about the history of the wicked shit and the history of the artist that is the guest. And uh, that's tonight's no exception. So uh, we got a great fucking show, man. We're gonna um, we're gonna play some music. Uh, I don't know if we got some new shit, but we definitely got some uh, some Jay Reno flavor. As a matter of fact, we're gonna play another track here in a second. But uh, yeah, man, I'm really excited to have Jay Reno on. He's from Canada. He's one of the few standout Canadian artists in the wicked shit genre, you know. And he's been killing it. You know, he even delved into hip hop a little bit and had some success in that in that uh, in that kind of play field. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we're gonna talk to him about that tonight too. Um, but now he's he's got a new album he's working on called The Sadist, and uh, he's coming back to the wicked shit, man. And I'm really excited about it. And I'm supposed to be on it, so. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that tonight. We got a lot to talk about tonight. This guy has got a lot of history behind him. Lots of history, man. Fuck. All right. So without further ado, we're going to get into a little track here. We're going to get him on the line, man. I got to get him on the line, man, because he's, uh, you know, he's a busy dude. And uh, I got to make sure he's still down to do this, motherfucker. So uh, I'm going to cut to a little music here. And we'll be right back on Wicked 101. And hopefully we'll have... Jay Reno in this motherfucker. So hang tight. What up? What up? What Say up? Say what up, Jay Reno? What's happening, man? Man, you know, just some last-minute technical difficulties. Wicked 101. I'm finally here, man. Trying to stand on my head and <laughs> fucking make this shit work, man. You you have no idea the technical shit that I've been I've been like pulling my hair out over here. Shit's been blowing up. I think. We blew a transformer in the school over here. I mean, it's been fucked up tonight, man. Hey, man, you know, Canadian bacon was a lot more simple of a setup, but I had multiple times where the show would literally just cut off right in the middle of the show. My computer would just die. Yeah. And I'd be sitting in, in the basement in the studio looking at the fucking wall like, uh... <laughs> so I feel you to a certain extent as far as there's a lot of work goes into this shit, you know? Oh, my God, dude. Oh my god! You just oh, it's 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 just fucking crazy. Just this, I got people on the ready to uh, patch some shit and gaff some shit if shit goes haywire. But uh, most of them don't really have a technical background, so they're just kind of here to chill and 
hang out. But uh, yeah, better man. than nothing, though, man. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> so, um, so what's what's happening, man? Like, what's uh, you you've been making some moves lately? You got uh, you got uh, the, the made some noise on the hydro bills. Uh, that kind of yeah. kind of went around yeah. making some fucking noise. And uh, you, now you're working on a new record, man. So uh, let's uh, but let's 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 back up though. Like you know, Wicked One One is all about history. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, yes. Me and you got a lot of history, a lot of history together, man. I, okay. Was I correct in saying that the first time we met was the hatching of the Spawn Show? I don't think it is correct because I'll tell you what. Uh, the first time I met you, it was. Uh, I wasn't on the show. I didn't perform the show. I just came to the show. Cannibalistic was on the show, and I just went to the show. And that's the first time I met you. And it was in a, uh, it was like a roller skating rink or something. That was bro. the hatching of the spawn. That was it. That was the hatching of the spawn. All right. And yeah. I so then, yes, I, I guess I guess you didn't did you didn't perform I, at that one. Oh, I had no I music at that there. time. I just did one song. I remember you being there because I have a VHS tape. And I would have fucking got the footage if I had a VHS player that would play the motherfucker. But I have footage of you, a babyface Reno, from the hatching of the spawn. So I know that you were there. I, I was there. I Because I, I remember you were sitting down in the middle of the rink at like, you know what I mean? Like you, you walked, know, everybody else was sitting <laughs> you down. sat down I, and I you did a song. Too. Everybody else was sitting <laughs> down. I said, fuck it. If y'all going to sit down, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take a load off myself. Yeah, mugs were sitting down. That was uh, the second wicked shit concert I ever seen or been to, Dude. and the first one before that was a cannibalistic show. But that was like, and I, I when I saw people sitting down, I was like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" That was that was in <laughs> November of two thousand one. Was that show? Can you believe that that we we've so, been doing two, this that long? Two thousand one. Two thousand one. That was before my album Birth Defects came out. Holy shit! I know, I know. Two thousand one. Jesus Christ! I was like eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> I was younger than that. Oh my god! Come on, man. Crazy man. Crazy history. We. I mean, I was probably short and pudgy with no facial hair. You, dude, you looking were all too. awkward and shit. You were too, man. <laughs> I wish I could have found that, got that footage queued up, but fortunately, uh, that didn't happen tonight. So. Um, I got old. I got old pics of that shit, man. I remember. <laughs> yeah, I probably could have just dug through my pictures and probably found some shit, but uh, I didn't. I didn't get to that. But the hatching of the spawn, man, that was uh, the the start of my record label, Widowmaker, and uh, man, that was that's crazy, man. That's fucking that was crazy. a good. That was a good experience for me, though, man. And I learned a lot that night. I'm still the same way I I, I was back then. I I watched you guys do the show. And I was just paying attention to everything because I had only one song recorded in my career at that point. Right. You know what I mean? So like, and I'm a sponge when I'm around artists that are that are older than me and that are, that that have been doing something before I did. If you could teach me something, I'm gonna learn it. Right. And right. I learned a lot that night, man. Man, I learned a lot that night too. Number one, don't have a show in a roller rink because it's gonna sound horrible. <laughs> Number two. Uh, if you're gonna have a show in a roller rink, don't bother building a fucking stage out of plywood, because that's what we did. We literally rented this hockey rink that was on the second floor of a building, and we hauled this wood upstairs, and uh, we built a fucking stage. Then at the end of the night, we tore it down, carried it yeah. all the fuck out, 
And then we, I think to this day, it's probably still under Wicked D's house because we like hit it probably, in its crawl space. Yo. Oh my god. <laughs> I bet that's worth some money or something. I don't know, but that all bad ideas, okay? Let me just say that. Yep. But, Especially um, since you just sat on the floor and rapped. <laughs> Didn't even use the fucking stage you built. Dude, there was no point. There was nobody there was nobody to have a stage for. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. It was cool, man. So by the way, tonight's show is brought to you by Ghetto Blaster. I don't know if y'all know that. What are you drinking on tonight, Reno? You got anything? Nah, man, I'm 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 fresh out of Hennessy, man, and I had to take a little break. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it we be were like that. Yeah, we were we were going all the way out on this Hennessy kick, man. Yeah. I had to slow it down a little bit, you know. So I haven't really I haven't really had alcohol for like a week. You know what I mean? Right. Well, check it out, man. I got a little surprise for you. What's that? I got a special guest in the studio tonight that wants to say what up to you and, and kick it with us. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. Who's that? All right. Well, uh, it's none other than, let me put him on the screen here, our homie V Sinister is in the building. Oh, man. What up, Vinny? What's up, <laughs> say what up, V. I said what's up. What's up? Man, Yo. Would you move that mic closer to your face? Man? Come on. How are you doing? It's 2003 again. 2003. <laughs> I know you ain't going there, man. What's that? What's happening, man? Yo, you're rocking the gathering and all that good stuff, man. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sitting at home. You're rocking the gathering, man. It's like. I'm yeah, pretty it's, sure they're going to give you a call up again. Full circle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's having some problems with his bike stand there. Uh, you got you got that you got that you good yeah there's there's some gaff tape up there if you want to like tape that down or something i know the, the mic's probably like a limp yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah. it's like a limp dick falling down jesus yeah, I, christ i'll probably just raise the beam up and had a mic dangle in front of me yeah whatever whatever you're comfortable with man i just look man i was just, I, I was like how can you talk about the history of jay reno and not bring V Sinister to the table because uh, he was there for a lot of it too. So I, I figured, but, you know. Yeah, you really can't. When I when I told you, uh, you know, at the beginning when I went to your show, how I focused and I learned a lot, man. Like that guy, this motherfucker, man. When I got to be in the studio when he was recording music, and I got to go see this what this guy was doing live and get on those shows, man. And and I remember. Like his release party for that hunting season joint at, at what was where was that at man? Oh, was it Shooters? I remember that. that. Yeah, Shooters. Yo, that show was fucking packed, ridiculous. I found pictures from it the other day, like actual Polaroid fucking pictures. <laughs> man, yeah, good and bad. That show was it was something. Yeah, else. but I learned a lot, man. I learned a lot. I did from too. both of you mugs. No drunk managers. <laughs> I was gonna, go I was, I was gonna fuck fast, around dude. and say uh, when when we came in with with V on the screen, I was gonna fuck around and say, "Everybody, give it up for Jody Little." <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, just just a fuck. Hey, around. yo, we, but we, I didn't go there. I don't know I about you about guys, man, but I don't, I don't, you know, I don't really have a problem with the dude. I got my albums. You know what I mean? Right. He did what he could for me with what he has, so I never hate on the dude, but. You know, I was I wasn't the cash cow. You remember that discussion, Vinny? Yeah. I was I wasn't the cash cow, so they didn't pay as much attention to me or what I was doing, man. I believe you know what I, I mean. I want to say so much. Uh, 
so much hate, but I, I'm pretty sure we talked about it before and what have you. <laughs> hey, I wish yeah, you all yeah. the best, but things would be a whole lot different right now if certain things didn't happen. But, you know, this ain't about let's, me. This is all let's, about let's you. Let's not go down that way. I think we heard enough of that yeah. on, the, on your episode. Yeah, this, this, this is about Reno. Right. I, I'm just so, sure. that, that didn't. Yeah, I don't. We can get off that topic. Yeah. But this, <laughs> but this is a good segue into uh, how this all comes together because – Back in the day when you were just getting off the ground, uh, was the first step for you getting hooked up with Fallen? Like, how, how did how did that happen? You you got hooked up with this label. For those that don't know, Fallen Entertainment was kind of a big deal back in the day. Yeah, had a, a, third biggest label. It had a, a stable of artists, including V Sinister and Jay Reno. And uh, yeah. <laughs> was that, how did that come I about? couldn't tell you, man. Like, the history of it, like, I don't know, bro, because that's like... That's a long fucking time ago, A. You know, B, I'm in Canada, so you know what I mean? I don't have that good of a memory due to uh, a certain thing I like to partake in. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I gave, I think it was JB. Uh, I seen that Wicked Underground compilation, and I was like, I got to send this guy some music and see what's happening. And then I never forever, really was right? signed to them, though. Like, I never signed a contract. I was too young, and I was Canadian, so legally they couldn't just do that. You know what I mean? Gotcha. They still, so I kind they of still just tagged along. They still considered you part of the roster, though, right? Huh? They still considered you part of the roster, though, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Which is no good for legal. me. But see, that's how this underground shit happens, though, man. Half of, half the labels out there don't have contracts. You'd be, <laughs> you'd be surprised some of the labels that don't have contracts. And uh, that are making moves right now, or got a big name, you know. Or at least legal. And you'd be surprised contracts. to read some of the ones that certain labels do have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, then there's that. But hey, <laughs> I think Visa can tell us a little about that. <clears throat> yeah. Now yeah. I got a I got a 46 page contract for my Tunnel Runner song over here on the wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for a song. For one song. 46 pages. Hey, but that Jesus one song, Christ. man, it opened a lot of doors for you, man. Remember when you first came? I'll tell you what. What? It, it, you know what? I can't, regardless of how that whole situation ended up. Yeah. Right, as it is, like, right now. Um, I could never thank, you know, ICP personally and Psychopathic personally enough for everything that they did for me that they didn't have to do. You know what I mean? Tunnel Runners was a shot in the dark for them. They didn't have to do that shit. Yeah, and then for right. them to pick me and Mars personally off the record to go do the tour, you know, like they didn't have to do hey, that Joe shit Boots either. So I mean, like, know, man. I mean, if you watch, if you go on YouTube and watch your video from the Underground Psychos contest, he personally made it a point to say that he loved you the most out of all the contestants, and he loved your voice. Rob sat up there and said when they was reviewing your performance. Rob said that you were the best one up there up until that point. You were too dirty. And I always said that too. I was like, the way that contest, me personally, the way I felt, it should have been you too dirty and um, PLC. But, you know, I didn't have no control over the results. So, yeah. But I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. I'm glad it wasn't because, like, uh, you know, Axe Murder Boys put out some good fucking music, man. Yeah. Yeah, they sure. did. A, they made a lot of good fucking music, regardless of how you felt about them at the beginning oh, or no, whatever. No, I'm telling no. you this from a hip hop and a horrorcore perspective. Oh, Their yeah. fucking records yeah. were hot, man. They had good records. They still do. They're good rappers. You know what I mean? They're, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're it, 
And they're still putting out good shit. Oh, no. no Those other mugs, yeah, I don't young, even young know where Wookie, they are. Yeah, Young Wookiee pretty dope. This is unbiased opinion right here. Young Wookiee pretty dope. I listened to his new stuff. I was like, damn, this shit. You should hear the shit that I heard. You know I'm not gonna hear that though. So. Yeah. God damn, man. Those those. But guys like, hey, man, I lost. I lost that contest fair and square. You know what I mean? My my homie, that was my hype man. Man, he wasn't ready for that big of a crowd and oh, that like man. that angst of a. You know. Yeah, my sister was up there looking at it before we got down here. Yeah, your hype man. They was commenting on that about uh, he was following the music in his head and not what was playing through the speakers. Yeah, he got a, he got a little out there, man. He still for years we would get drunk. He would apologize for it and shit, man. That's my bro, though, hey, man. Still but did y'all thing, you know? Bro. Oh yeah, That's for all that sure. Matters. And you got right into the, the final running of that, man. Uh, for those that don't know what I'm talking about, what we're talking about, YouTube. Yeah, you, it's you, all up there. Yeah, there was a psychopathic had a uh, contest a long time ago, the Underground Psychos. Uh, 2005. 2005. Yeah. Yep. And the winner got a deal with uh, Psychopathic or Hatchet House, whatever it was at the time. Um, and uh, Jay Reno got into the, what is it, the final three? Uh, well, uh, the, the, la the final five was the live performance, and then it, they took two from there. Got you know it. what I mean? And I got axed on, at that point. You know what I mean? You. So you were in the top five? Yes. Right. And then uh, Axe Murder Boys went on to win that. Yeah. Axe Murder Boys won, yeah. Yep, and they yep. deserved the win. And, pe you know, they they went to the gathering. They hustled. They worked. They promoted. They, they fucking talked with people. They they did what they needed to do to win that shit, man. And, and they okay, produced okay. some good music over the years. Oh, I heard oh, about yeah, that. You sure. heard that POC was, like, parked out at their camp with Psycho Coins or something. They was at the past now. And AMB was on their hustle. And I say, hustle strong. I mean, hustle hard, grind strong, and win. That's what you got to do. You hustle hard, you grind strong, and you're going to win. Right, right. And, and they did, really, but, you know, it is what it is, man. I could tell you a thousand reasons why I'm happy I didn't win that contest at this point in my life where, you know, hindsight being 2020 and all stuff. that. Right. <laughs> I'm glad that wasn't me in that position because I branched the fuck off real fast and, and it right. worked. Right. You know, you, so, you, like, I couldn't, I, you know, wouldn't have been able to do none of that if I would have won that contest because I would have been in a contract or in a situation where I'm going to be molded into you know the whatever it is they want me to be because that's how psychopathic is man they create artists they don't really sign artists they create artists right. it's very rare that they sign an artist that already got a name right you know so and I wasn't hip to all that man I was still young I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing at that point I didn't even enter my damn self into the contest I had no idea I was in it until they posted the fucking the top you know the top 30 or whatever it was and they had them commenting on it and shit i had no idea i was even in it jb didn't hit me up like yo you're in this contest we we submit you know three songs and blah 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 and then i had to make three songs Vinny actually produced one of those songs he made the b for one of them you know what i mean yeah yeah i think that was quick work i think uh, that no, was, was called uh yeah, I think yeah, quick work. Um, uh, that shit was that shit was hard as fuck though. Something, uh, something. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of the name. I'm making quick work out of all you suckers, y'all. Some punk. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super simplistic lyricism. 
Right. Hey, it's still hit hard. Though, hey, man, man, sometimes that's all you need is like a little, uh, you know, simple little hook that's catchy as fuck and yeah, pretty much. You a keep, bouncy ass beat. You keep it simple for the people to remember the chorus. There you go. If it's overly complicated, good luck with that. Right. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. That's the truth, man. So you, uh, okay, so you hooked up somehow, some way, hooked up with Fallen, and I, were, were you there for the Deviant era, or uh, or was that, were you pretty much gone by then? No, he was there See, for I, Deviant era. Yeah, okay. Yeah, what happened when was... When Fallen uh, Priest, split up... Yeah, Priest kicked me and him, well, no, I think kicked me off the label, and Reno went with him because he was closer to where we lived at then, dealing with Priest. Got you. Yeah, during the Deviant era, it was uh, Reno, me, and Matt. Right. Well, at one point at the beginning, Hassan was supposed to be there. What? And in Deviant? Yeah. I, I don't know how that was going to work, but. It, it didn't. I know you. <laughs> I know <laughs> that, but it work, didn't. But okay. But I liked it the way it was. I thought we should have signed Big Lee, though. Right. I, I had no control over that. I know. He I, came I, there I think recording. we should have signed. You guys both know who Big Lee is, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, mugs don't know about that, man. That's a, that 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 was some. Oh yeah, Big Lee, another know? real dude too. He, <laughs> <laughs> he's probably still kicking it right now, man. Uh, I ain't talked to him in a no. Big Lee, little now. He he lost a lot of weight. <laughs> he's little Lee now. Yeah, but he, he's still real dude though, man. He, man. Yeah, he will put that work on you, man. man Yo, I remember one night I had with him in the studio. Uh, it was like three in the morning, and we were smashed. And freestyling. I got a song called Drunk and Freestyle. We used the D12 beat. And I was at the studio at Deviant Studios in Saginaw. We got wasted. Me, him, and uh, uh, I think it was his cousin or whatever. The dude that sings on his hooks and shit. And we ended up getting wasted. And I never seen such gangster shit in my life except <laughs> out of that night. And I think at the end of the night when we finished the freestyle... Uh, his his cousin was sleeping in that that rolling chair that had the nice lean on it, and he was a big boy. <laughs> yeah. And he ended up bitch slapping his cousin so fucking hard in the face that homie flipped the chair over, <laughs> just oh, trying to wake that. him up. Oh, just trying to wake him up. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Get up, get up!" And buddy was just like, "Nah, man, nah." And then he just slapped the shit out of him. one one hand, open hand, palm smacked the shit out of him, man. I was just standing there like, uh, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just got to shut the fuck up and just, all right, well, okay. Yeah. Let me just get on with my business yeah. here. Pretty much. Oh, man. So the uh, the studio he just mentioned is another way this all comes together, man. This all comes together. The studio was actually my studio. A lot yeah, of people I don't realize that because... I never got to use the motherfucker, <laughs> you know. I know. I I, uh, I got I, know. I got together with uh, JB, who uh, was part of Fallen, and uh, we put our equipment, our little equipment together, our little bullshit we had, you know, and we put it in his garage, and I bought a bunch of shit. I bought carpet for it. I bought fucking all kinds of shit. And yeah. We had, we had the little. It was the Fallen Entertainment slash Widowmaker Studio, but I never got to use it. I think I used it for like two tracks. Two yeah. tracks. Something like that. I, well, outside I did. to record um, Bless the Twilight with me. Oh, we, did we do that at your studio? No, I did that over there. That was, I think that was early, though. That was before, um, I think that was before it was really set up for real. Because I, I remember recording that in the little main room. And anyways, the point is, 
I, 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 at one point, I pulled all my equipment out of there because I was like, man, I can't even get in this motherfucker. He's he's trying to have I, a, I remember. He, I was like, I'm glad I got uh, Soul of the Beast recorded before you did that, too. He's going to put his daughter's bedroom in the next room. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to work? I, I can only come over here at night. So I just ended up leaving and pulling all my equipment out. And it seemed like that was pretty much the end of that, you know? Like, it was after I pulled all my shit out of there, it was kind of like uh, everybody was kind of hassed out. Yeah, but see, here's the thing, man. I I recorded most of my shit in Windsor, and he cut me the check at the end, right, to cover the cost of the studio in Windsor, right. You know what I mean? But when I did get over there and <laughs> use like, that studio, man, I used it quite a bit. Yeah, I, I <laughs> Vinny's like, man, he cut you checks for something. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I didn't see no fucking checks. You, I, I would go all around Saginaw. This is no lie, man. People would be like, hey, man, I just recorded a track at your studio. I'm like, word? You just recorded my studio, but I can't get in that motherfucker? Somebody, you're paying this motherfucker. Anyways, that's a whole other topic of discussion. Now, I got one question, though. I remember when you used to just be uh, strictly the sadist. How did you come into the wicked shit? Because I see the metamorphosis you made over time where you took more of a... Uh, for lack of a better term, hip-hop approach with what you're doing right now. How did you initially come into the wicked shit that you was doing and being a sadist? Let's start that, from the beginning. Yeah, you know what, man? Um, you have a John that's a, story. That's a crazy... I got a crazy story for you, okay? This is some real shit, man. I don't even know how many people are watching this or gonna be watching this after. I don't even know, mine. but... I will give you good because <laughs> I will and give you the truth, this, man. Share this, motherfucker, man. We we need to we need to blow up the internet's right now. If you haven't shared it yeah. yet, you're fucking up. But anyways, continue. What were you gonna say? I can't. I, I don't know, man. Like I I I remember finding uh I remember finding bedlam. All right. Yeah. This is real shit. Okay. Bedlam back in the day before I rapped. You know what I mean? How far back? Maybe like you know we fucking couple years. 2000, maybe late 99, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was around there when Bedlam hit the scene. Now, I remember hearing them and fucking looking them up, and I fucking, I was learning how to make websites and all of that good shit back then, so I hit them up, and I had made a fan website, and it ended up becoming their official website, and I, I ran that shit for them. Oh, did not know that, but that was in 99, <laughs> 2000? Yeah. All right, continue. I didn't yeah. know that. That's a, that's, a, that's, that a, that's a little history nugget right yeah, there, man. That's sure. what, hey, man. That's why if you notice history. at any given time, you know what I mean. I, you know, anytime, well, anytime I see Prozac, it's always still cool. You know what I mean? And it's just because of that. Because back then, I used to promote for them and shit. Right. Because I didn't have no, I, I didn't know that it was going to turn into something, let alone what it is and what it turned into today. But. You know, I was inspired by that shit. And then, you know, through Bedlam is how I discovered motherfuckers like V Sinister, man. And you, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just that, that it opened that fucking too. door to that whole scene of, of music that you guys had already going. And I thought, man, these guys are making songs and they got CDs and shit like that. I'm like, man, why ain't I doing that? Why can't I do that? I can rap. I know I can rhyme words. And I think of a lot of crazy shit. So how'd you, you know? come up with the sadist? The sadist? The sadist. That's a good question. Honest to God, man, that 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 was given to me. That that was a name given to me by somebody who was who was a fan of what I was doing. Somebody that was close to me back in the day. Or at and the Marquise de Sade. 
Huh? At the Marquise de Sade. That's where the word sadist came from, Marquise de Sade. Nobody knows what you're talking about right now, I don't think. Wicked shit history. Marquise de Sade, where the word sadist come from because he was somebody notoriously known for sexual sadism and torture. Look it up. Just How do you know the history yeah, yeah, of the word yeah, no, yeah, he's talking. Yeah, okay, but yeah. now, nah, fuck this that guy. We're talking about me right yeah, now. So. Continue, <laughs> Reno. Forget what he's talking about, as you were. No, it, it, it comes down to uh, just, it, it was that. It was the taking pleasure in, in, in others' pain and torment. You know what I mean? I didn't even really consider the sexual side of the name when I chose it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I can do that because I'll fucking kill and torture motherfuckers on these records and, and sound like a psycho, like I'm enjoying myself and shit. So it, it just fucking worked. And then I changed it when I almost got sued. So you almost got sued. Oh, that's why almost you, got. I thought you was just making the metamorphosis. You changed it because you almost got sued. I did not the know name that. Got, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Wicked 101, man. Take him to school. What happened? Yeah, Yo. Yeah. You okay? If you Google uh, sadist, yeah. just just Google sadist. You get obviously you get the book and the fucking the movie and the fucking, you know what I mean. There's a bunch of weird shit that comes up, but there's a metal band. Is it like a like a hard rock or heavy metal band or something from Europe? Really? Right. And I got I got this email one day through oh, my you website got the with. Too? Huh? You got one of the cease and desist emails? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. They were like, we're sorry to tell you. I think they knew I was a kid, though. I think they knew I was just some dumbass kid because they were, like, real polite about it. And they were just like, listen, you know, like, we uh, we own, you know, the trademark of the name for, for music in Canada, the United States, and Europe. Uh and they're like so you can't use that name you got to think of something different or whatever they didn't hit me like yo I'm, I'm gonna sue you and this and that and this and that but they showed me you know the trademark shit <laughs> like you got to stop using it and you know that basically means like yo i got i got all these trademarks and you're using this thing you need to change it or we're gonna make you change it because you can't use that fucking name i'm surprised defect didn't get a cease and desist too because I told you before that there is a band that has your name. Yeah, but, you know, it doesn't matter unless they trademark it, you know. Oh, so they Yeah, and, that, and actually, that's it. If it's I, not I, trademarked, they can't do nothing, and neither can, can he, though. It's yeah, just. I, I just looked into it not too long ago. Oh, you seen that Whoever band? pays the government first gets the fucking title, you yeah, know what I mean? That's true. That's true. Man. It's like a driver's license or everything else, man. You want to own that shit, you need to get that. You need to buy the ownership rights from the government. Right. Exactly. exactly. Why they, they own, why that, they own that shit in the first place is beyond me, but hey, you know. Yeah, whatever's clever. So you became Jay Reno, huh? Well, yeah, I just that's that's just a play on my real name. Oh, you're just to figure that Jay you, Reno. Yeah. You know, so like that was simple, man, but like it just fits better. You know what I mean? The sadist is real limiting. It's real from a marketing standpoint. When you put sadist on the front of your fucking CD cover, you are definitely xing out a lot of opportunity, a lot of, uh, you know what I mean? Like just oh, yeah. just a lot of fan base and a lot of room to grow. And you know, that shit yeah, was too too hard of a name. Play at the Playboy match, and they go has sadist headlining at the Playboy match, or any other venues no. like that. No, sir. 
<laughs> Not a fucking chance, man. Hugh Hefner features the sadist. <laughs> but you get, you know, you know what I mean, though, oh, right? Yeah. It, it, with wicked shit, you gotta carve out that. You gotta work at that and carve that fan base out for yourself. And if you can get linked up with any of the big dogs or do anything with the big labels and you shit, be then you really bring your chances up of, of fucking doing that and getting in front of those audiences and shit. But I don't know, man. I don't like the, I don't like the, I, at this point in my life. It's like the sadist is more of an album title. And that's. That that's that's where the new album comes from. Cause to me, for for a rapper, like that's not a good name, man. But that's definitely a good name for a horrorcore album. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm really excited about it. When, he, when am like, I gonna get those tracks? When is D? Man, I'm dude. I'm ready. I, I know you seen my posts all on Facebook. I'm ready to get back up in there. I'm going in ten toes deep with my knee up in the ass crack. When am I gonna get track? <laughs> I'm gonna, yo, I'm gonna send you guys tracks soon. I still gotta send everybody the tracks, and I've been fucking, uh, I got, I got a, I got a show tomorrow. I got a 45 minute set at this Rockstar Fest in and downtown Windsor or whatever. Shows. Huh? I'm gonna open up for a Jay Reno show. Man, you, if you can get over the border, I'll book you. Man, man <laughs> put me on the next show. I'll go down to the post office, wherever this dude, because I was at the gathering. And somebody was talking to me about that, said, you don't need a passport. You could go get something from the post office, like a some kind of border pass for 50 bucks that allows you to go over. So long as you're not flying over the border, this pass will let you go back and forth between Canada. Well, you can also just get luck. the enhanced license, too. Whatever, just, hey, book me on the show. I'll go take care of it. And, hey, I don't care if I'm the first act and you got everybody else after me. I just want to get in front of it. I'm ready to do this. Good. All right. That's good to know. All right, because that that'll be a selling point for us. <laughs> so now, I think I'm always alone, down with that. Your name alone will be a selling point. I ain't doing nothing. No, nope. just barely enhancing, man. That's all. But ar mean. around here, man, we done we built the nobody famous entertainment brand. And I want to go perform a nobody famous entertainment brand. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't own it. Brad Shank owns it. I don't make those decisions, my friend. All right, I, I understand. <laughs> Y'all hate them. You're I'm good. Sure. You're good anyway. You just you got Area 51. That's already established. All right. right. I'm trying to make it a big step, but this ain't about me. This is about Reno. Back to Reno and, <laughs> and Wicked Shit 101. Right. Yeah. So what's yeah, uh, I, so more recently? I mean, obviously you're working on the new album, The Sadist. Uh, but more recently, you released uh, album was it end of last year, Politicilla. Yeah. And uh, we played a couple tracks from that tonight, actually. Uh, the Cut Them Up, and uh, there was another one I played. Yeah, how did P Politicilla do? Man, I was looking at the numbers as far as, like, the people checking out. Was it the Hydro? Is it Hydro? Hydro Bills. Yeah, Hydro Bills video. I'm like, damn, this is crazy, man. I wish yeah, I that... No, go ahead. That spiraled out of control, bud. That's how you got to do it, man. You know, it's like there's all these motherfuckers. They they make these fucking viral videos, and they're you know, half the time, half the time they're not like they're not even trying to go viral, and they go viral. You know what I'm saying? Because they're funny or they're stupid or whatever the fuck. And then like, you know, you you look at a guy like Jay Reno. You know, he's been making music for fucking 20 years almost, right? And he makes one song that just fucking uh, knife into a fucking. <laughs> somebody's eye socket you know and it's like the but I, blows up and he's like 
I wasn't even expecting it to blow up. I was just making this track because I was pissed about my fucking electric bills being all high. <laughs> and you know what, man? And it's it, so funny. It, it was a great experience and all that fucking news. And I did the Skype interview with Global Toronto. And I fucking, I was on CBC and I was on CBC Radio. I was on Hamilton Radio. I was on Toronto's biggest Damn. talk radio fucking show. All type of crazy chaos came after that. And all I was doing was yelling at this bitch you know what i mean right, like right. saying what's up with that bill ho but they fucking hate her that song did so well because people in ontario hate that fucking bitch so much that they shared a rap song and made it known like i don't listen to rap and i don't like rap but this is fucking awesome you know what i mean right yeah because fuck that I, bitch <laughs> I, man when i do that song live and i go fuck when I say fuck, you say win. The whole motherfucking building yells that shit at me, and it's like, damn, you know you what I mean? Like that—that that that really hits people, man. Did you, did you see any change come about from that, or was it was it mostly just uh, the? Nah, man. There, they actually there was a reduction of twenty five percent that was put into effect. It was like a rebate thing, where they managed to cut off twenty five percent of your bill, um, but. Where I live, that don't mean shit. Twenty five percent is still, is still too motherfucking high. You're, now, st- you're still getting raped. Now, what is oh, yeah. like the equivalent of a governor in Ontario? The premier. I, we don't have premiers here. We got governors, senators, pre- premier. What is that like? The Sexual e- predators. Uh, the premier yeah. is basically the same <laughs> as a governor. All right, so she like Governor Granholm or Governor I'm about to say England. Who's the governor right now here? Who's that motherfucker they hate because of Flint Water? Yeah, what, what's his name? Uh, Governor Snyder. Governor Snyder, yeah. Governor Snyder, yeah, so she's, she's the Canadian equivalent. Snyder. We hate her because she fucking jacked and racked the fucking hydro system. Right. All right. You know what I mean? Speaking so. of which, uh, we have uh, we have some new, uh, well, we have some tracks from you tonight. Is any of this unreleased that you sent me tonight, or is this uh, all stuff that's already out, or what, what do we got? I couldn't even, you know what, I couldn't even tell you because I don't fucking remember what I sent you. You sent me Hydro Bills, obviously, the remix. Uh, the remix. Blood on My Bible, Chasing Ghosts, and Ancient Changed. All four of those are off the new album, Into the Fire, so if you didn't buy that shit, or you don't stream it on Apple Music, not Spotify. Don't stream shit on Spotify. Stream it on Apple Music so we get paid better right. <laughs> for our streams. So you know, Apple Music yeah, they haven't heard Spotify? it. Yeah, oh yeah. All right, Josh, I know you're watching this. You heard that, right? Because I told you, you are in charge of the social media content. So Reno just said it. Apple Music <laughs> focus, not Spotify. Plus, if you look at, uh, I look at the revenue, man, we're about to open a can of worms here, man. Like, when I look at the revenue from Spotify for the streams, you know what I mean? I remember uh, one, they group a bunch of of streams together, you know what I mean? So I got got one from Rumblefish that was worth a total of like 14 bucks, and it was was like 27,000 streams, and I got 14 bucks. Hey, that's you know what I mean? Seven thousand streams, also. But that, yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous, though, man. Like that should at least be still, a couple hundred bucks. No, yeah, yeah, still, but think of, it's twenty-seven thousand. The no, hey, the numbers monetarily but might be small, but it's twenty-seven thousand who has. Yeah, music. but the, the the reality is though, man, if everybody's 000, just streaming the shit. 
Yeah, yeah but Hydro, Hydro Bill's got a lot of streams. You got to remember that, man. Yeah. That song is included in that. Yeah. Because yeah. the single and the remix are on Spotify and Apple Music. And right. that's a lot of people that has his music. That's all that matters when it comes down to it. They friends will tell their friends, oh, this dude sit there going in on win, and they'll go get the music and support. The monetary might be small, but the exposure is out there enough to make up for the monetary value. So, right. Yeah, it gives you an opportunity to build the monetary there value. He understands. Yeah, well, but the thing, here's the thing, though. It seems to me that, like, now the music is just marketing for the merchandise, you know? Like, the music isn't a source of, a huge source of revenue anymore. Well, you know it never was. It was always... No, cool. look, man, way back it, in the day, you know, when ICP yeah. got started and shit. Sold yeah, tapes, early CDs, 90s, man. You could slide tapes 90s. out of the back of How the trunk, How old were you, know? you in the early 90s? I was, when ICP got started, I was in high school. How old were you? What year? 92 well they got started in 91 but they came my way around 92 with a uh carnival of carnage and then, i was in 1992 carnival of carnage came out yeah not, okay yeah, well i was six years old yeah so it, it wouldn't affect him i mean i got my start in 91 and even back then you knew that music was only the way to get to the bigger stuff where you get the revenue from it's all about touring merchandising and licensing music was just well, the I'll, there I'll tell it to you right now. Like, the model is simple, man. Everybody does it. If you ain't clicked on it by now, then you're fucking fronting yourself. Hold on. Because, say that again. Bro, like, no. nobody famous. We set up a merch table bigger than the fucking stage. We don't fuck around with merch. We got fucking... Yeah. We, we, we put up 15, 16 different t-shirt designs and hoodies and tank tops. And we got these fucking hats and we got toques and we got posters and we got albums. You know what I mean? That's the there's re- fucking that's the revenue, man. There's that's where it's- wooden necklaces. There's fucking... You know what I mean? But and there's all nobody, type of artists got their own merch no too, man. So, we're, so we're talking about exposure, right? Well, you... Fuck, man. We rapping to sell the merch, yeah, because that's where you make money. You don't make money with your music if you're just sitting at home putting it on the internet and waiting for say it to jump back time. into your pocket. Just say that one more time. <laughs> for real, I'll, I'll just say it one more time. You have to sell fucking merchandise, man. Yeah, you get, you, true. you know, you can't sit if at you, home and you can't sit at home and put songs on the internet and just expect it to go. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's just oh, not going to... No, if you don't go no, and no. get in front of people and set up that fucking mobile store that you fucking sell all right. your shit from, you know what I mean? You never sustain making music and make it worth doing. Right. Yeah, so you, We're not kids anymore, right? We're all yeah. grown now. Like, how many how many of us don't have to pay bills like a motherfucker? It's, right. So you got to get out there, exposure, because if people don't know who you are, then it's pointless. Right. If you're not going to make money doing it, then stay away from shows and stay away from that kind of shit. And, you know, just rap with your homies in the basement and, and, and you know, do what you do, man. But don't like if you're not trying to do this shit for real, get out of the fucking way, man. Right. No, no I'm just throwing a message out there for somebody coming up who's going to end up dominating the scene. I say give it about a year and a half. He's going to dom- not just this scene, but a scene overall and everything again. Just trying to cultivate that seed right now. I'm just putting, yeah. just putting water on the seed. Right. Well, look, man, we uh, we about an hour in, so why don't we uh, why don't we play a couple of these tracks, man? We've been talking about hydro bills, so I'm gonna cue that one up. Uh, but before you play that, I, I gotta say, you gonna get into Academy. 
Yeah. Well, you can, well, we're, I we're, will we're if you ask me. It. Yeah, we're, yeah we're, I was gonna, I was going to after the break. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking I play um I play Hydro Bills and then uh maybe I'll play Zero Hour because that has all three of us on it. You know, that's some history right there. Play some re- yeah. strictly Reno tracks. This is his thing, man. Yeah, but, man, it's all about the history, man. And Reno's yeah. on that motherfucker, man. Yeah, so. but, okay. Don't, yeah, don't he just don't. Me, he just don't want you to play that song, bro. He's just like, don't play that. Don't play that. That's <laughs> no, not hey, me hey, no hey, more. Okay, uh, I tell you, I tell you what, that I play Jack O' Lanterns. Which one you want me to play? Yo, no, no. Okay, I'm like 17 on that song. Well, and zero hour. Okay, if you got see? through at zero hours. Okay, well, you know, I just figured, you know, we all here. No, because it's about Reno. It's about him. It's This I, is Reno's time. Dude, I, why are you arguing with me? I I'm know that. I'm not arguing. I, I know. I was just saying that. <laughs> Listen to this motherfucker arguing with me about my own this, show. This is his time, though. Oh, this is Reno's thing. Play the song, bro. <laughs> All right, man. Jay Reno, stay with <laughs> us, man. Uh, you, you'll be able to hear us, but uh, we won't be able to hear you. So Damn, you can't even see me. Um, yeah, just hang out. <laughs> the music computer is just freaking the fuck out right now, man. It's like, it, it's literally like saying, like, bro, I need a break. <laughs> you, I don't know if you heard the music skipping, but that wasn't the stream. That was my music computer. Like, what the fuck are you doing to me right now? Because I'm playing the sound effects. <laughs> I got the music and I got the screenshot. I got all kinds of shit going on. So my computer is just like pissed the fuck off. We're going to muscle through, man. We're going to muscle through. Sure is. So uh, <laughs> before we... <laughs> Say that again for me. Show is. I'm going to sample that and put that in one of the sound effects, man. That, just him saying show is. That's great. Look, man, uh, we're in hour two now, officially. We played uh, Hydro Bills, which is Jay Reno's big hit right now. Making some noise all throughout Canada and that motherfucker. And uh, we went back in time and played Zero Hour with me, V. Sinister, and Jay Reno. What year is Zero Hour? 2004. Damn. (laughs) 2004. We were all children back then. Even V was. No, I wasn't. I was still old as shit. Yeah. Well, no, I was uh, 20, oh, 25 and 2, so 27 years old. My God. Yeah, I know. What are you now, like 45? Fuck you. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not 45. Man, come on. Yeah, you done over there? I'm going to just mute your mic. You let me know when you're ready, okay? Cause you, you ready now? Okay. I'll, okay, there you go. I already know. <laughs> yeah, are you sure? Positive. I'm just fucking around. Okay, so let's get back to the topic, man. I, Jay Reno, you've put out a lot of music, and I have a lot of it right now. We've got, um, let's see what we got. We got Loyalty is Limited by Academy. Academy. Yeah, which, which is uh, your, your classic. Uh, your classic shit. We got. Um, That's a classic. Starstruck Volume 1 by Academy. I got, that shit man, was dope, I, too. I'm telling you, I got, I got a lot of shit here, man. Um, we got uh, Starstruck Volume 2. Um, we got Breaking the Foundation. This is just all yeah. from my personal collection now. The green screen is kind of <laughs> fucking that up right now. It's eating the CD cover <laughs> alive. Yeah, because it's all green. But uh, Breaking the Foundation, that shit's classic. Um, we got the Ground Zero mixtape. I'm dropping shit that was on the inside of it. Um, and then we got The Lunatic is Back. This is all from my personal collection. Politicilla, I actually bought on iTunes. I don't have a physical copy of that. But uh, 
Yeah, I'm sure I'm missing shit too, but that's uh, the point is you put out a lot of music, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I could show you some craziness. I'd have to dig it up, but like I got uh, copies have, of the original record. Do you have any early <laughs> stuff before um, your first your first Fallen release? I have my first ever album. Yeah, what was that? It's called Mangled. Mangled. That's I might even have that back at the crib. Man. So you don't I, got nothing I, I, I before Mangled. I didn't have time Mangled. to really go digging, you know. You don't got no uh, Mr. Crazy Spitter or anything like that. You don't got no names before the Sadist. No. Just the Sadist. Sadist and Jay Reno. That's all you got. Yeah, yeah man. Because when we first rapped and started rapping and shit and freestyling, we were we were always just freestyling, and we were always just bullshitting. I didn't need a name. We were, you know, we were just rapping. Just fucking you know? around. Yeah, exactly. So, like, there was no name involved. I didn't need a name. When I decided I needed a name, that's, you know. Before that, I didn't do shit. <laughs> right. All right. Just kids in the basement fucking around. That's it. So, uh, so after, okay, so we kind of we kind of touched on your time with Fallen, and then that shit just fell apart, and everybody went their separate ways pretty much. I mean, that's really what happened. It just... It just kind of dissolved, and everybody kind of did their own thing. And that was about the time yeah. you hooked, hooked up with all the people and, and did Academy, right? Uh, Academy came after Deviant Productions collapsed. Right. right, that's what I'm talking about, after Fallen. De- I, they, I consider Fallen and Deviant like the same thing. Cause it just, they nah, got- see, to me it, it's not the same nah. thing because it was like it was two totally different eras of time and different shit. Ha- shit happened on Deviant for us, and shit never happened on fucking falling at all right right. you know what i mean when you heard v sinister and he really started popping off man it was like it was on D. it was like all yeah it was on deviant man he had that old fucking white dude the grammy award winning producer in the oh, yeah. fucking garage studio yeah oh yeah i, I remember uh kelly uh kelly I, Milionis, right? I, I mean i got i got some heat with him too but but not as much as the other person, not going to say, but no, the thing with Kelly, though, my heat with him is the ludicrous show for two reasons. One, you, you already know me and Defect came up through the trenches with this. And Defect, like I said, little brother, he ain't a hype, man. That's, that's little brother right there. Now, Kelly Milionis was up there talking about that. If I really wanted to succeed in the upper echelons of the mainstream, I had to get rid of Defect. That didn't sit well at all. I was like, that's not going to happen. You, you got to find something else. That You might as well cancel that idea. He ain't going nowhere. He finally came around to uh, uh, accepting that defect was part of it and said that he did good at the Ludicrous show, obviously. You remember what happened there? Yeah, I had a whole cheering what? section full of females and... Uh Afterward, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. Going on, yeah, when I do an interview again, we'll touch on that because we got to speed this along to get back to Reno. And uh, <laughs> other reason was just basically, yeah, he, he had some ideas that didn't sit well, like performing with a rock guitar at a ludicrous show. And if you're familiar with ludicrous style of music and rock guitars and the heavy metal sound, you know how that went. Oh, they but, hit the first chord and it was just a seal. Shut the fuck up. It shut the fuck Boom. up. Anyway, moving away from that and getting back to post deviant academy. Tell the world about academy and your involvement with them. I took. Uh, I remember taking uh, two copies of Breaking the Foundation, and me and Crimmy and my wife jumped in the in the truck 
and went to this house party. I got this address for this house party where Academy was supposed to be performing. And at that time, Academy was three people. It was uh, this dude named Richie and then Trilla and Case Closed. Uh, You know what I mean? Which Richie is that? Uh, Richie Nix. He's like a rock emo fucking... I mean, he does his thing. That guy's always been out there doing his thing. You know what I mean? But uh, they've had a falling out where he, because he went and did his own thing. And, uh, you know, I had gone to this house party and I hand delivered my fucking tape or my CD to Trilla and Case Closed. And I told them both like, yo, you know what I mean? Check this out or whatever. And probably a couple months down the line, I got a fucking, you know, I got a call to go to their studio and do a song with them as a feature for their mixtape, Academy Mixtape 4 or whatever. And I remember going down there to the studio and I kind of weasel my way in like, yo, if I'm coming down there, you know, uh, my boys are going to roll with me. You know what I mean? Because I don't really know these guys. I'm just about to roll up to their studio and. So me, Krimi, and Jay Seif went up there, and we all just hung out and just rapped and shit, you know what I mean, and, and wrote a verse in the studio and knocked out this song, and I watched how Case Close wrote his fucking lyrics and did his shit in there, and I watched how Trilla did it, and I was like, I, you know, it inspired me, man, to, to really, really step it up a notch, but I, I guess I killed that verse because they were like, yo, you know, like, why fuck with us you know what i mean we're building a team over here and i was like why the fuck not i can learn a shit ton about hip-hop music from these guys and how to do hip-hop music before i was in that group i remember they they would show up to shows in limos and shit they did the outdoor show on the waterfront downtown windsor and pulled up in limos and got like they had showmanship they had you know what i mean yeah everybody talked about that shit so like it was only it was only uh the best decision i could make at the time to be like yeah i'm gonna go fuck with these guys so we ended up forming a group and then i do what i always do and what i always said i did and i did it at fallen entertainment too man where i go i take my boys with me you know and i brought mortified with me to fallen entertainment i was like i you know it was part of the negotiation I want Krimi and Smash to be on this fucking shit with me, what's you know, and they ended up what's putting he? out an EP, and it was pretty dope, man. What's going on with Krimi? Man, he's married now. Oh, he's Living the, the quiet life, bro. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Tell yep. what up, though, man. Is he still in Windsor or what? Uh, nope. He's out in the county, man. He's living the good life out in the county. Oh, nice, shit. quiet place. Yeah, what happened to Bruce B, too? Bruce B... Uh, he grew up, man. Oh, he ain't doing he has no kids. More? He had to fucking. He went to school. He got you know. He's got a degree, and he's fucking. He's out there making dough, and you know, raising his kid and doing. He don't really do the rap. He did a couple things a little while back, but not. He he'll do like a feature in a video here or there, but nothing really happens with him on the music side because he he's taking, taking care of life with him no more and going to rappers dissing them and beating the shit out of them and saying say something i'll put that up on uh. <laughs> <laughs> those days are long gone that's all speculation that's all speculation <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, that, that's real, though. Man, I, I lost I my original train of thought on where I was going with that. Oh, yeah, oh, I was yeah. talking about bringing my boys with me, man. Yeah. I don't want to stray away from that because I got to give Krimi his love and his just dues because that guy was the motherfucking driving force behind me for a lot of years, you know? Yeah, and uh, Krimi, when Krimi, I got man, into Academy, I was like, yo, man, like I'm, I want to get Krimi and Sife down, too. You know, because this is this is what we do and shit. Well, so for like, academy or for falling? For academy. All right, continue. Because at the time, Mortified was done. You know, Smashy dipped out and went and started tattooing and fucking, you know, working full time, fucking sixty hour weeks and just doing his thing and shit. So me and Krimi continued on, and we brought Sife on board. You know what I mean? And then. I brought them to the studio so that I could show them off to these motherfuckers so that when the time came, I knew I could get them on with us. And when I got them on with us, a couple other motherfuckers joined up that were local cats coming up, and it got fucking crazy, <laughs> to say the least. Now, are you, what's, what's going on with that nowadays? Are they, uh, I mean, is everybody in that roster still doing their thing, or is that, like, who's doing what? Well... Case Close just released a video. Um, he's working on an album right now, actually, in my studio. I'm engineering the record for him. Uh, Trilla is also actively doing a solo album in my studio right now. Um, I'm working I'm working in depth with him on his record and building something good. You know what I mean? Because he did that for me a lot back in the day. Like, I got to give props where props are due, you know? Like, when I, I'm, I released a lot of music, you just showed a lot of music, you know what I mean? He was behind the boards for me on all that. He would do those sessions, and we would get that shit done, and it was always me and him, you know? Yeah, I seen them videos y'all was putting up a, with y'all, like, writing and whatever. I'm like, man, Reno going in, case closed going in. I'm like, damn, man. So yeah, these guys both came to my studio and started dropping shit, and I'm sitting here like, Politikilla just came out, and then six months later, Into the Fire comes out. I'm like, man, I just pumped out two albums and fucking, you know, and the year's not even done yet. And you still got the I latest on the horizon. I got, well, at the time I had nothing when I started recording them, but then they're going and they're doing their thing and shit like that. And they got me sitting here like, damn, like I gotta got to fucking, I always get that same feeling from those guys when I work with them. It's like, damn, all right, they, they're going in like that. I got to fucking, I got, I got to keep my, my, you know my fucking sword sharp too you know what i'm saying like it inspires you to make more music um tomorrow i know i don't know how many uh how many songs in total is going down yet but uh i got the show at the rockstar lounge on central in windsor um you should have sent me a flyer for that man i could put on the screen yeah there's like 400 of them i got fucking caught up but i've been promoting the shit out of it and uh I'm bringing out Case Closed to do the Cypher live, me and him, and then I'm actually going to bring Trilla out in the middle of my set and just let him rock a couple songs, because it's a 45-minute slot, so I'm chilling for a couple songs, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I want to catch my breath and let my boy do his thing, Right. and then we're going to finish after his couple of songs, we're going to do a song together from an old Academy record from me... Uh, uh, me, Case, and Trilla. You know what I mean? So, we're still working. You know still what I'm working. saying? But so, uh, so Some of them have gone on and gotten married and had kids. and 
know, one of them is like a photographer in the military now, man. Like oh, a really? pretty successful fucking photographer in the military. My homie Saga moved back to the Middle East, and and I believe he's in Dubai. He and he goes to Dubai, goes back home and shit. And then all of a sudden, he's uh, he's popping up in movie trailers from movies out there and shit. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's the one that um, knows Kraft Maga. Is that how you pronounce it? Kraft. I think you told me about him that um, he was pretty much y'all enforcer. He beat the shit yes. out of people. Yeah, that's yes. Yeah. He beat the shit out of people. He had the heaviest hands I ever seen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. I don't know. Somebody has to do it. Yep. There, well, it's everybody like was hockey, down to know? do it, but he just reacted before anybody else knew what happened. Right. What are you doing over there? Do yep. you, you 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 filming or FaceTime? What are you doing? No, folk, it, it's behind the scenes stuff, man. It's man. Just, just keep going on with your interview. I'm not recording nothing up in here. This guy sitting up doing. here on my interview on my motherfucking shit, taking behind the scenes video of him sitting on the couch. Hey, I'm trying to. Vinny, v Sinister <laughs> has not changed one bit. No, sure <laughs> he's probably he's probably Facebook living right now, competing with us. Nope, not yeah. Either. Put your fucking phone away. (laughs) This better go in the V Sinister documentary, that motherfucker. Jesus Christ. That motherfucker. Of course he's over there doing that. He hasn't changed a bit. Haven't changed a bit. Man, I told you, this is about his. Man, just just focus on him. This is all about Reno. I'm I'm doing my thing real quick. A 41 second thing. It's all about Reno. Get back to him, Academy. Keep it rolling. So so we've we've talked about the sadist. We've talked about hatching of the spawn. We've talked about falling and deviant. We've talked about Academy. We've talked about the underground psychos contest. Uh, What's, I mean, going into this new record, what made you decide to uh, go back to your roots and uh, get wicked with it. Yeah, um, I'm excited. I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what. Yeah, Richard Ramirez was going on. No, some- I could t- I could tell you know what it might actually circle right back to Bedlam again because I seen that uh, I had Ghetto Devil on my friends list before I had Staples on my friends list and. He shared this post where Bedlam was doing a new album and and he was the new third member and shit. Yeah. And I remember listening to that record like, damn, this is fucking crazy that I'm listening to this right now. You know, like a total flashback of it. And then, you know, the more I'm thinking about it, I got more and more motherfuckers on my on my list and on my feeds on, on social media and all that shit. And I see these guys and they're out here doing it. And it's like. People are, I don't know, man, like there's, it's a lot of shambles right now, I would say. There's a lot of chaos in the underground scene because you got to admit a lot of the underground scene is juggalos. Yeah, about what, 90%? And it's a lot of crazy shit going on with juggalos right now with the gang relation thing and the label split and the fucking, the internet trolls and the fucking, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's crazy turmoil right now, man. And like. You know what I mean? Like yeah. mugs, mugs like us gotta fucking step up and put out some hot records because mugs are act- guys are acting funny, man. And it's like it's time to like, you know, give them some of that un- like that underground feeling that we used to have and used to carry. That didn't. That doesn't always ride the line. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. shit goes away, and then it'll like start to resurge and shit. And 
at the same time, man, I, I, I do more producing than I do rapping. Like, you see the keyboard behind me here. Like, I... I spend more time on that than I do in front of a microphone. You know what I mean? Hey, so but like, you're retired like uh, James Alias. You keep it going because he did, he does the same thing too, but he hung up the mic for good. Yeah, I'm not at that point yet. One good. day I'm sure I will be, but I'll never stop with the music. I'd love to just, you know, when I do stop rapping, I will still be like producing beats and engineering and shit like that. You know what I mean? I know I will be. Well, if you got but, any beats for Defect that you think I would sound good on, send me some. See, that's the thing, because I beats, picked man. all the beats that you would sound good on, and I was like, yeah, I got a whole Sadist record worth of fucking beats right here. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah you already cherry-picked all them motherfuckers. <laughs> I started producing dark shit, and for a minute there, it was like, I would be like, yo, I'm going to make a trap beat. And try to just get away from that vibe. And then I would make this trap beat and it would just be dark as a motherfucker. And I'd be like, shit, you know what I mean? So I would make a boom bat beat and it would just be dark and gloomy. And I would make a, you know what I mean? Even I couldn't, I just couldn't get away from it. it would, I just kept making beats like that. Right. To the point where I literally have like 26 of them in a folder right now that I'm cutting down. You know? Well, you slide me a couple, man. <laughs> i need beats man like i i me i don't I, i'm the opposite man like i all that equipment I, I, you got and you, you can't do nothing look else. look man here's, here's the thing man with with beats like i feel like i get lucky once in a while you know and i'll make something that's really fresh but like oh, I, don't, I don't i don't really consider myself a producer you know like i i can put some shit together but like i, I can't play like, I, I don't have the music and... theory to know the chords and this scale and that scale and like to put it together like a guy like Fritz the Cat can, you know what I mean? So, yeah, like, like in my mind, like working with him, that was the shit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but he's too fucking busy right now. Uh, I'm trying to get beats out of that motherfucker and he's he's too fucking busy. So I just don't consider myself a, a producer, but I've been I've been kind of like putting some shit together again, you know, and just like, man, fuck, it, I guess I'm going to have to do it myself again. So I've been like fucking around and I'm like alright I'm gonna make a beat and then I'm just gonna write to it whatever the fuck comes out comes out and I'm just gonna move on to the next one you know and uh, that's what I've been doing so we're gonna see what happens right. I got I got, I got some right. dumb shit in mind so uh, I got you man we'll talk about it after the show okay for sure for sure so, I make uh, a lot of fucking beats man <laughs> I yeah. just put it to you like that like. right I'm sure you got something for me but um so moving on, we got uh. Oh, before you move on and what have you, I just got one quick. No, about to say the stuff. Uh, no, about about to say the stuff. Yeah, who else is gonna be on it? Uh, what, what were you gonna say? Well, that no, oh, that was the next question. But the first thing, uh, all right, I know it's gonna be dark and everything. Uh, it's gonna be dark, Babylonian, going in that direction. But what you got for me? Are, are we spitting lyricism? Or are we going dark? I, I just need to know what get ready for. Both. Both. Always both, man. Oh. The whole record is going to be both. Just because I do horrorcore music doesn't mean I'm going to, like, dumb down multi-syllables and punchlines and fucking, you know, song structuring and shit like that. So you know what I mean? Who outdo each other on a song? Yeah, but keep it to the to the theme uh, of the of song. And if it's a story, you gotta tell a better story to me. I'm gonna. There's gonna be a lot of story tracks on here, and, oh. and features are gonna be in the stories. Cause like. It's a horrorcore record, man, and keep it real with yourself. Keep it real with everybody else. We're not actually 
ever out here killing people and all that. Like, use your fucking brain. We'll be in jail. Well, there's no. That's that's clearly speculation, but uh. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Unless you're bloody ruckus and you're hanging out with cut off <laughs> pinky fingers, you ain't about that life. You know what I, I mean? I'm not about that life. <laughs> yeah, I ain't I'm chopping. Not- not about that. Off. Not about that. But no, but no, it's but like on some real shit, up. like yeah. like you gotta be if you're a good wicked shit horrorcore artist can tell a good fucking story. Yeah. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. A horror story. If you don't do that and you're a wicked shit artist and you just rap about rapping but dark and scary all the time, that's not the wicked shit. Yeah, that's not horrorcore. You, you, gotta, you, you know what I mean? To, like you got to be able to create that tension and create that uh, atmosphere. You have to have a, almost yeah. a point to it. You know, it can't just all be uh, we're chopping this motherfucker up and <laughs> we're gonna rip out of his intestines and whatever the fuck. You know, like yeah. I, I don't. No, you gotta. Yeah, you you know it because you do. I learned a lot of that shit from you when I got oh, your yeah, record because I was like, right, man, this guy's like, you fall asleep listening to this record. He's fucking telling you like fucking stories before bed. <laughs> shit and you have nightmares about all this type of crazy shit yeah right, like you know? my dissection <laughs> a couple of his tracks on there i ain't gonna lie i listen to a lot of uh horrorcore wicked shit and everything and i'm being straight up 100 it was a couple tracks on defect shit that made me uncomfortable listening to it i was like man you know, i can't listen to this man this I mean, maybe it was in that phase when I was up there leaving music alone for a minute, but I listened to this. I'm like, man, I don't know if I could be friends with this dude no more. He making me real uncomfortable listening to this shit. This is like, <laughs> this is some shit you listen to and be like, you know what? I'm going to turn this off. I'm going to go turn on some Disney or something because I, I just feel dirty listening to this song right now. That's how good this dude is, man. He, you haven't listened. You haven't. <laughs> Yeah, my I forgot the name. I think it was the one word. They I'm they, gonna go turn this record off and turn the lights on. Yeah, the the it was up there killing some girl or torture some girl. I'm listening to this like, damn, this shit is depraved. This fuck, man. I can't listen to this. <laughs> he got some dope shit, but that's him another time back to Reno. <laughs> that shit's funny, man. For real, you it's know like, that's how I feel though, man. You got to be able to tell a story and portray a visual to somebody. You can't he, always just defect, be rapping. Defect is yeah, hands down. I, I'm like I said, out of I, I put him on the same level as ICP. ICP used to do that for. I'm dead serious. <laughs> what are you talking about? Building an atmosphere. Building an atmosphere. Look, look we ain't at an abandoned school right now talking about the wicked shit, and you're comparing me to ICP. Building yeah, it. yeah. Look, I I, I, I wouldn't make that. Right I, 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 he's up there, but that they're yeah. the best, bro. When it comes to horrorcore well, stories, we're, we're, yeah, we're building the atmosphere and setting the tone. I'm not. It, it's not. It's not a degrading comment or remark. I'm saying you are. I don't feel degraded. I, I feel. I feel like you're you're blowing smoke up my ass a little bit. You know. Like, you know what? Fuck you. You're fluffing no, my balls a little you. bit. Fuck you. Let's get back to the, my you ego. You can't take a compliment. Fuck you. Let's get back to Reno. I appreciate it, man. No, Thanks, you man. Fuck you. Back to Reno. That's awesome. Man. Oh, my God. Man. Fuck you. So, the Satan's record is going to be dark. It's going to be storytelling. And uh, what kind of features do you have? I, obviously, we, we already said I'm going to be on it, right? And yeah. I, did you did you got V on there or what? Yeah. I got it. I got it all written down, man. I got I got YouTube guys on that for sure. Uh, Mastermind is already on it. Menacide will be on it. Hell yeah! Uh, I didn't even make that happen in my career. I feel like I'm falling behind y'all too. Obviously, uh, nobody famous will be on the album. Brad Shank, Rit Theme, and Wicked Truth. Uh, Bedlam, two members. 
two original members of Bedlam will be on the album. Okay. You know what I Why mean? I reached out to Class. I reached out to Donnie Menace. I reached out to uh, uh, Mad Max. You know, I got I got some heat cooking, man. Hell yeah. And shit. I always I always do a lot of collabs on a horrorcore record, man, because it's more artistic, man. Let it, you know, paint more pictures for the listener and shit. Right. So check it out, man. Um, if you got a question for Jay Reno, Defect, Beast, Sinister, fuck it. If you got a question man, for any question of us. question for Reno, man. This is his interview. Keep all the questions for Reno. I don't mind answering them, but this is about Reno. Wait, this guy's like a hired enforcer for me. Like, just sitting like, up at the fucking Reno. top of the video. <laughs> fucking. Hey, for Reno. No, hey, look, stay man. on track, motherfucker. Yeah, this is for Reno. Keep Come on. Reno, man. Look, man, if you got a this question for Jay Reno. <laughs> Thank you, Reno. Put him in the comments. You can ask defect questions, too. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in the comments. We're going to take a break. We're going to play a couple more of these tracks that Jay Reno sent me. Uh, and then we're going to come back and we're going to answer some questions. And uh, our two hours is going to be up, man. Jay Reno's got shit to do. So, yeah, I do, actually. He does. He's got, I, I know he's got <laughs> shit to do, man. So, you always got to have something to do, brother. Right. So I'm going to play, um, play a couple tracks. First, I'm going to change the graphic here because, look, man, I'm doing this all myself, so just bear with me. I know, I know, it would be a lot more <laughs> professional <laughs> if, like, you know, bang uh, bang, right, exactly. But we're not. Wicked 101. We'll be right back. <laughs> right. All right. We'll be back after this on Wicked 101. We got Jay Reno. Formerly known, the artist formerly known as the Sadist in this motherfucker. <laughs> And, uh, Formerly known. We kicking it live on Wicked 101, man. And uh, I can't get my beat back. Oh, that's why. My, my bad. Vinny, the sheet's coming off your couch, bro. <laughs> Is this the couch? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. You know. This is? Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Cover it back up real quick. You better cover that motherfucker up, man, before you catch something. Man, shut the hell up. <laughs> look, that couch is... Well, we won't, yeah. we won't even go there. Let, let, let's not talk about the couch. We'll do the couch alone. Okay. So, moving along. So, I can't even read the comments right now. I don't know... I don't know... Who I, who said what? Yeah, I can't. Uh, I for some reason like the comments show me like a small snippet of the comments, so I can't even see the questions that people are asking. If uh, B, maybe you can uh, do that for me. Yeah, right? it was one question somebody asked uh, about Saskatchewan or Jay. If you ever find yourself in Saskatchewan, you should throw down a show, and that's all small I got. Small snippet of the comments. So. I've never been to Saskatchewan. I was trying to get the feed up over here. I, I've never been to Saskatchewan, man. Uh, uh, I heard it's really flat. Like uh, Kansas and no, Oklahoma's hot and dusty. Kansas is just flat. I hated Kansas. Anyway, Josh wants you to talk about tunnel runners. I'm about to ask you about that too. How right. the whole thing for? How did you get get around the tunnel runners? How, how did that come about? I mean, you got the. You got the call from Joe Psychopathic about getting onto the album. Then you dropped it on the album. Now, 
talk about the point from the album to the tour to Canadian Bacon. How did it all come about? Because I'm telling you, around that time period, you was everywhere. You had your own radio show, this, that, and everything. Yeah, what's up, Tunnel Runners and Canadian Bacon on Psychopathic Radio? Well, Tunnel Runners was fucking, that was a make or break kind of thing, man. And when it came out, I got invited to do the gathering first. And uh, was that on uh, the same year the psychopathic writers thing? No, that was that was like two years later, man. Oh, but right. uh, the first year was me, class, and King, uh, uh, King Gordy and Bizarre. All right. Uh, and we they were playing Tunnel Runners at the merch all the time. <laughs> and um, I don't know, man. I got a call said, "Come on tour," you know. Have you? Have, Violent J asked me that shit at the gathering, though, uh, behind second stage. He said to me, he said, he said, have you ever been on a on a tour? And I said, nah. You know what I mean? I just, I, we just do shows here and there when we can. You know what I mean? He was like, all right, all right. And then so October. You an asshole. <laughs> 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 but yeah, were, were you on a tour tour bus with them, or did you have to provide your own transport? Okay, so how that worked was... Um, and we're talking about the shock therapy tour, right? I, okay, I was supposed to be on a, on a bus with, with everybody at the beginning. All right. And then they downgraded it to a to an RV. And at that time, they had told me nobody could come with me. And then when they downgraded it to the RV, it was like super last minute. They called me and said, yo, can you still bring your people with you? And I made phone calls with a day's notice asking my boys if they were ready to leave the country for a month. And they both came with me, you know what I mean? So they gave us a van, a Psychopathic Records van. And they put me, Trilla, Doc, C, and Mars in that motherfucker. And they paid for the gas and we just drove it across the country. They got the per diem for food. Yeah. Rob took care of that or was it somebody else? The venues. Oh, the venues took care of. Oh, Rob ain't had nothing to do with that? No, no. That tour was George. Oh, oh, yeah. I think Rob wasn't around uh, around that time period. I think he was uh, EMT or something. But continue. So you, yeah, said, yeah. you said George organized that tour? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That, tour was, that tour was crazy, man. I, I couldn't tell you. Like, I never experienced... Uh, the the real juggalo culture like that before like i obviously i considered myself a part of it when i was young and i got to go to a show in detroit eight mile and woodward at the state fairgrounds or whatever the fuck that was and you know like we didn't get to go to all these juggalo areas and experience that and see the different people that that come to the shows and and all that and every show we did was packed like there wasn't one show on that tour where there wasn't you know what i mean like it just every night night after night i went up first and knocked it out the fucking park night after night you know and i got to go to crazy ass places man that i i would have never seen otherwise you know what i mean with a fucking barbecue on the edge of the grand canyon on that tour you know what i'm saying with some canadian kid from windsor gonna do that <laughs> you know what i'm saying right you, you know I, i've never done that and i, I live over here man shit <laughs> i want to go on tour it's, man what the fuck man let's go on tour 
Well, what's up with your mic? It was cutting in and out. No, that was me getting agitated. Oh, that's you getting agitated? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know who to blame for that, don't you? <laughs> Yo, the touring isn't as glamorous as it looks unless you're them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, cause this they, shit's grinding, bro. Like oh, you got it. We for sure it is. You know, uh, we brought merch over that motherfucker, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? We had merch ready to go in America so that we could survive in America for a month. We didn't leave that country with with any money. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but we traveled across that motherfucker for, uh, you know, twenty five days or something like that. So like whatever's whatever, man. Like it it paid off and it it did a fucking great deal for me because now all of a sudden I got people talking about me and spreading my name in all type of big major American cities. Wasn't it, is it? This might be a, a little hit. Maybe I got my history uh, fucked up here. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. But I seem to remember that um, wasn't it the shock therapy tour? It was you and Mars, right? That were opening up, right? Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong. The original lineup was you went up first, and then Mars, and then wasn't it later on in the tour that it, it switched? Like somebody said, "Hey, this dude's got to go up after Mars or whatever." Like what? In Detroit. Was that that was in Detroit? It was the last show of the tour, and it was Hollow Wicked in Detroit. Oh, you got to do Hollow Wicked. You motherfucker. Of course I did, you man. Asshole. I'm just going to shut his mic off for a minute. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, but like, uh, sorry. <laughs> you fucked me up, B. What, what What? were we talking about? We were talking about the shock therapy tour, the Hollywood Kid, the switch. Well, the switch was, I, I couldn't tell. There's obviously something behind it. You know what I mean? But like, look at it this way, man. You know where Hollywood is. Look at how close that is to Windsor. So every single juggalo that's fucking from Toronto to here will drive and go to that. Right. For sure. You know what I mean? So now you got a building that's got uh, a third or at least 25% of the building is Canadians. Right. Yeah, you, you know what you I mean? You definitely got some Canadian motherfuckers in the building, you know, which is your hometown crowd, you know, more or less. That's what I mean. So, I mean, it could be they could have switched me because um, uh, they, that we we're close to Windsor and they knew I'd have people in that motherfucker, too. You know what I mean? Right. Or, you know, I know I remember that. I remember Mars the whole tour. Uh, he had he wasn't he, he was he was jamming his classics. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but he wasn't doing that Tunnel Runners joint. The song that was on Tunnel Runners that wasn't like it, 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 it wouldn't, it wouldn't have translated to the stage live as good as the shit he had on his set, no doubt about it. I understand why he did it; it made a lot of sense. But my shit was snap music was my kickoff, bro. We ripped right. that motherfucking roof off right from the jump. So that might have had something to do with it because I don't think anybody really knew that or realized that until like the end of the tour. And I knew I was on that tour to perform that song and promote that record. Right. And convince people. But Mars was promoting that record, though, man. You know what I mean? And he was out there hustling it, too, man. And uh, I couldn't tell you why it changed, man. That's a conspiracy theory of mine, was that I did the Tunnel Runner song and he didn't. And that's why they switched it on that last show. 
but it also could be because I'm Canadian. I don't know. And we were real close to that. I was throwing my homie fucking two liters off the stage. He was up in the front row, wiling out. And I was just chucking him two liters, you know what I mean? Spraying him at this motherfucker. Like, that's that's my dude from, from Windsor. Front row at this show, cheering me on. Right. You know what I mean? That's the shit, man. And that's, you know, that's something that, like, you know, me and V can't yeah. say that we've done. You know what I'm so saying? Like, man. neither one of us have been able to uh, man, actually we, we tried. Take, take a real we tour. Like, like, V's done little run, like a little couple yeah. little runs. Like, he did the Acid Rain tour yeah. and shit. Uh, but, the, you know, but, that, that was like a week run. Oh, That's not like a fucking a month. two-day Wraith release. The Wraith release parties were dope but shit. You know, compared to what you were talking about, the Tonal Runners tour. Especially culminating with Hollow Wicked, too, man. We got to do three Hollow Wicked shows, you man. You know what? Fuck you. Fuck we you did your that, <laughs> We did the Indiana one at a, at a fucking outdoor amphitheater thing. It was like the Verizon fucking center or something. It was right. weird. Oh, it was a three-day event? Well, they had the first Hollow Wicked in, 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 in uh, Indiana. And then the second Hollow Wicked was in Ohio. And then the Hollow Wicked clown show in Detroit on Halloween. So the last three shows of the tour were with ICP for their Hollow Wicked tour. And they did three dates. Hey, my hat's off to you. That's, that's dope as hell. Yo, we didn't get to uh, we didn't get to perform at the uh, Rock and Shock Festival though. When we were on that tour, that was one of the stops. And when we got there, we got we found out that we weren't performing on it, and it was like it was out of the hands of motherfuckers because you know it is what it is. So they just hooked us up with VIP shit, and we just rolled around that fucking you know it's like meeting motherfucking celebrities and the horror thing and just checking out all the cool shit out there, hanging out at the psychopathic booth and fucking talking about tunnel runners and this and that. Um, but we didn't get to play that one, but we did get called out on stage to throw Fago, which shit. was pretty live. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got to troll him a little bit, right? Uh. Always, man. Do we got Do we got any other questions, V? Uh, from the, uh, from the, from the feed, see. anything worth? Somebody making? said something else at the bottom. Oh, uh, he he said, "How did Canadian bacon come about?" That's that's a good that's a good question. Canadian bacon originally uh, aired on W Fuck Off Radio. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. How did that come about? My question. I had. Yeah, this one refresh. I don't yeah. even remember how that. I remember. Okay, there was some kid that worked up there that handled fucking calling motherfuckers like me. You know what I mean? And hit me up asking me if I wanted to do a show and if I ever listened to W Fuck Off Radio and if I wanted to do my own show on there. And this was after the fact, right? And I said, yeah, what I gotta do. So I just pre-recorded a couple episodes, and it was like, yo, you gotta come over here. And really get it, get on the show, you know, get take the calls and do all that shit. Like they would play pre-recorded shows if I couldn't make it, but I had to go there and do that shit. And so I remember showing up there the first time. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, bro. I had the mixer in front of me and the fucking computer and the phone lines. You know what I mean? But it was a dope fucking show, man. Canadian Bacon on W Fuck Off was live. It was always a live show. You you actually invited me up there once. Uh, not we. I went over there and uh, met up with you as psychopathic, and we did a we did a show together. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember you was up there trying to climb me with the pale horse shit, right? I don't know. 
I'm going to just, just turn your mic off. <laughs> I probably did. It's true. I, pro- I, pro- I, pro- I probably did cloud you a little bit, but it was all love. I, still, I got to actually, do a lot of shit up there, man. Yeah. And they, they they just let me. Like, when I hit them up, I remember having you on hit them up, say, you know, I want to have Defect on my show. There was never, like, a, a hesitation. It was just like, yeah, that's cool. This is what you want to do? Yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? Right. I fucking loved doing that. That, that was a good time. That was, that was fucking fun, and it was worth it. Why did I, I had um at the... Was it Lotus Power? Where, the building. Why did it stop there? The show there. stopped, man, because yeah. why well, they hit me up like uh, we're switching the format to a video. Like they were gonna do something like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and they were rebranding the whole shit, and they offered me a show, but you know I had to respectfully decline doing it because the new set of rules and guidelines as per the youtube legalities um my show would have been very limiting and not fitting because i'm not a psychopathic record artist so for me to go there and only be able to play music from their catalog so that they don't have to pay you know what i mean like pay for motherfucker they don't want to pay dmx because i played his shit you know what i mean like you know what i'm saying so like and for me it was like eh, like you you just hit a point where you probably could have played your catalog, though, you know, like stuff that you're not... I mean, obviously, you're not going to sue them if you, you know... But, yeah, I, I understand that. It's, it's a whole different game, man. We, like, with this shit, you know, I play some underground shit. Like, you know, I played V's track earlier. I played uh, whoever's on the show. You know, I don't see Jay Reno coming back at me and say, Defect, what the fuck, man? I'm about to sue you for playing this track. But, like, uh, you know, you got to be careful now, especially not even just getting sued, just getting it pulled down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, 100. You know, like, uh, you know, Twisted. Perfect example. They do. You know, Paul does his brunch and bakes, and uh, he'll sit there and just listen to music, and he can't even listen to other shit anymore because, like, on his iPad. You know what I'm saying? Because people shut that shit down, man. He's got to strictly just listen to their shit. You know, so it's a different. It's a different era. You know what I mean? And a lot of companies handle that differently too, man. They'll like either they'll either shut you down. <laughs> oh shit or they'll monetize your video right you'll get that message that says uh you know third party content recognized uh don't worry your video's not gonna come down blah 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 monetization and you're like all right well you know what i'm saying any beat that i don't own that was like an anno domini beat that i wrapped on and put out for like say lost in the dark i can't do nothing with them videos because when I, as soon as I put them out, I get the third party because I didn't buy the rights to the beat. I just leased them. So he still owns that beat. That's still his property. Right. So all of a sudden, it get, the video gets flagged and his beat title comes up and that that's it from there. It's like he has the option to monetize the song because he technically owns that track. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... <clears throat> what can you do? But... Royalties, man, are a motherfucker, and I understand why they made the switch. But for what Canadian bacon was, man, like I just it wasn't, it's, it wasn't a just a juggalo show where we would come up there and like, you know what I'm saying, like just play ICP and talk about how great Psychopathic Records is and and what we're doing and and you know what 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 tours are coming your way and this that and the other. Like I was a guest in there, I wasn't on that label, so 
for me to gear my show entirely around that music and shit like that, it was just like I just can't be I can't do Canadian bacon the way Canadian bacon is supposed to be done unless I can play the shit I want to play. Right. So that we just I just declined it. I said no, thank you. You know. Yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta make those moves. You know, and sometimes they're like, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, make a move. Yeah, but they gotta do what's best for them first, right? So you gotta do what's best. It is for what you, it is. You know? So yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. So uh, we're getting down to the wire here, man. We got five minutes left. You got any shout outs or anything you want to put anybody up on? Like, what's going on in the world of Jay Reno, man? You got you got the floor is yours, man. Tell them what's up. All right, uh, shit, man. I ain't doing the whole shout out thing. If you fucks with me, then I fucks with you. It's that simple. Um, but uh, I do want to tell you guys uh, tomorrow night at the Rockstar Lounge, it's going down. It's Rockstar Fest, Summer Fest 2017. Last night they had uh, alternative and rock and shit. Tonight they have heavy metal. Tomorrow is hip-hop night. I'm headlining that motherfucker with Rit Theme. So nobody famous entertainment will be in the building. Uh, I'll have Academy with me as well. Uh, we're going to rock the fuck out. And I'm currently working on the Sadist album. And, you know, that's, that's all you really need to know. If you want to listen to my music on a stream... Uh, get that Apple Music. Don't fuck with Spotify. You know what I mean. Help a brother out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But purchase the motherfucker strange. instead. To be honest, just buy that shit. You can get into the fire. Politicilla. The lunatic is back. All my singles. Don't buy Unleashed though. If you go online, don't buy Unleashed because that money goes to. Uh, long range distribution. Uh. <laughs> he knows all about that. Oh, so don't man. fucking buy that record. I will fucking burn it or copy it for you guys and put it up for free. Don't buy it. <laughs> when did you release Unleashed? I don't even remember. 2007, maybe. Oh, so two years before Pale Horse. So, no, oh, you knew about that before I did then. That record sucked. <laughs> I fucking hate it, Unleashed, bro. Like, it sucks, man. Like, it, the quality's not there to fucking... That's why at the end of the day, I'm like, whatever, man. But don't buy it, though. Don't stream it. Fuck that record. Just get the lunatic is back. Get Politicilla. Get into the fire. But Unleashed, <laughs> those are worth your money. doesn't exist in your discography. Huh? Say, Unleashed, as far as you're concerned, doesn't, it doesn't exist in your discography. I wish it didn't. Yeah, I wish Haunted Fear 1 didn't uh, mind, but, yeah, and Hunt Season 1. But. <laughs> every, every other fucking album I put out. Right. No, 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 no. Fuck, no. Uh, yeah, throw my whole career in there, whatever. <laughs> it's all good. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, Wicked 101. Did you have a good time, man? Hell yeah, this is dope. I'd do another hour, but I'm... I really gotta do some fucking laundry and shit. <laughs> laundry, <laughs> hey, I got that way for me at home too. Yeah, I probably got something yeah. to do too. All uh, right, man. Well, I'll uh, we'll end it up uh, right now. Then, man, we'll uh, I'm gonna play one more track from you. And uh, yeah, man, we got the uh, "Blood on My Bible" remix. Uh oh, deranged. Nice talking here's, to you, Rizzo. Here's it. What? Said nice talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been good, gentlemen. It's like uh, technology brought us together again. 
<laughs> yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. We're doing this shit. We're all just... <laughs> yeah, it's pretty intense, man. Right. We've, it's come a long way, that's for sure. That's fucking dope. But look, man, uh, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for doing this, man. This, that's the shit. Yes. And uh, I can't wait to see what happens with the sadist. I can't wait to hear... The track you sent me to spit on, because I'm going to kill it. And uh, if you got any beats laying around, so don't get your boy defect, you know. Uh, but uh, for real, though, man, it's been an honor, man. And uh, I, I definitely uh, definitely appreciate you taking the time to do this, man, because, uh, you know, it's all for the love of the game and all the love for the wicked shit, you know what I'm saying? Hell, yeah. I've I seen Vinny's episode. I had to do one. Yeah. For, hell, yeah, <laughs> I man. can't. I can't let him do nothing without me having to do it. Right, right. That, and he instilled that competition in me when we were two artists ready. left on Deviant because he would always take shots at me and man, always push no me like, yo, I, I got man. this. I'm, it, I need you know, that. He just turned his mic off so he could talk. But... <laughs> well, kidding, man. He, I'm just he, kidding, man. <laughs> Shit. No, I think it's I a motivation, it was the, bro. No, the, yeah, the competitiveness <laughs> was always to make people better. That's all it was. Right. It you worked. see what it did with him with defect shit. Defect used to just be kind of below the middle of the road. Okay, and that with you. Yeah, just take all the credit for me being dope. That's thanks B. Appreciate man, that. Let me man. just turn your mic off for real this time. Alright, with that, we're gonna sign out, man. Wicked 101 in this motherfucker. Thanks for tuning in. And share this video. Fucking uh, tell out. us what you thought. Uh, fucking listen to Jay Reno. Check out the Sadist album. Man, fucking check out this track we about to play. It's going down. Fuck yeah.